This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, and welcome to the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle. Uh, I'm Ben, the voice of Wiz, and joining me uh, is, is a couple people who, who haven't been on cast, I think, in a little bit. Um, so we got been Liam. Well, hello there. I'm Liam. I am a writer for Death Battle. We've got Luis. Hello. Everybody has to do a ridiculous voice. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Luis, I'm uh, animation director for Death Battle. Then we got, for the first time in a while, Nick. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am an editor for Death Battle, former researcher and writer. But uh, today I'm just your editor. We've got people from every aspect of the Death Battle production um, line, uh, timeline for a single episode, basically. Yeah, machine, there you go. <laughs> the Death Battle machine. Um, <laughs> because uh, uh, this, this week's Death Battle cast is going to be a little, a little different than usual, I think. Um, maybe even a, a better uh, 200th episode um, sort of celebration than our last episode, which was our 200th Death Battle cast episode. Uh, so normally we would be doing a Q&A right now for, for the most recent Death Battle that just came out. Uh, unfortunately, the episode that was supposed to have come out by, uh, last weekend um, was delayed. Uh, to we, we talked about that last week, but basically, long story short, is... Um, uh, it, it was pushed in order to help coincide with the release of uh, Red vs. Blue Zero because we want to support our friends, and they are so passionate about the show that we, we want to make sure that things go well for them. Um, yeah. uh, more details in, in, in the previous episode of Cast. So uh, uh, I figured if we can't do a Q&A on a Death Battle episode, why not do a Q&A on Death Battle as a whole? The whole um, thing show. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you know, different different aspects of the production. Talking about um, you know from start to finish how we do things, uh, which is why we have somebody from almost every aspect of the show's production: uh, writing, editing, animation, um, and then me just being here. I guess doing nothing. <laughs> um, I, can talk, I, I can talk a little bit about every aspect, obviously. Just taking all um, the credit. No. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't worry, Ben. Don't worry, Ben. I don't we do got anything over the show. We got like ten years of like questions to cover. So don't worry. Oh about God. It. Yeah, so uh, I, I I made a post on the Death Metal Twitter yesterday uh, asking for questions, um, but I will also be looking at the chat if you're a first member watching this live and you are in the chat right now. Uh, I will be keeping an eye on it the whole time. But basically. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna chatter about uh, how death metal is made and see Rocket. see what happens. Um, but yeah, if, if you have anything you want us to talk about or or have any follow up questions, any questions that we might be answering, just pop in the chat. Let us know. I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on it. Um, and and Nick, it's great to have you on the show again. It, it it's hey, been no a while, problem. I believe. Yeah, I, I love being on the show. So anytime you want a, a waste of an episode where, where I can just <laughs> derail the conversation, you just invite me right on. I believe, I mean, this, is the first, I believe this is the first time we, we've been on cast together, Nick, though. No. I think this the is first the first time. time. Moment. Episode I feel like one. No, I can't one. see. I can't accept that. <laughs> I can't accept that. Oh my gosh. Well, um... Happy 201st episode, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's the milestone. Congratulations. God, the fact that we've done over 200 of these cast episodes. I don't, I don't know I what we've been doing. I remember doing like the, the, the test episodes back in Dallas. You remember doing yeah. those? those yeah. Those were fun. Um, and back <laughs> when we had not. like... I'm just kidding. The... I'm just kidding. Hey, lower back... third. Yes, Thank you. finally. <laughs> it only took 201 episodes. Of course, we're joined, joined by Cody. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Make, oh, wait. God. No, no, the other way. Uh, wait, it's a on, mind trick. Horribly lopsided. <laughs> what is that? Uh, okay, oh, oh. Merge the hands. No? Oh, this is so okay. trippy. We'll get as it. always, uh, <laughs> or, or, okay. as, as uh. usual, Cody is, is helping engineer for us and reacting and putting up with our bullshit. Uh, so thank you, Cody. Uh, feel free to <laughs> chime in if you want. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go ahead you. and look. Oh, there he is. <laughs> we love you too. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead. We can just go ahead and jump into questions, unless anybody wants to give a sort of update. Um, Nick, you've been editing um, yeah. for the past couple episodes. Um, I think uh, you, you are the editor uh, or, or main editor. This is my first one. Red, red versus blue as well. You've been working on mm-hmm. that one. Um, Although Josh laid some groundwork on that. I just kind of picked up yes. where he left off. Uh, Saber Wolf Talbane, which is the mm-hmm. one we announced that's coming up pretty soon. Uh, we, had a, we had a special sneak peek in last week's episode, if you want to check that out. Um, or, or a little, not, I guess not, the animation sneak peek will be next week. There was an announcement trailer last week that yeah. Nick put together. Um, you, you helped out with that one as well, uh, especially with uh, Saber Wolf capturing footage because none of us know how to play <laughs> yeah. Saber Wolf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if, if anybody is unaware, I am a humongous Killer Instinct fan. That 2013 game is like literally one of my very favorite games of all time. And Saber Wolf was my day one main from seven years ago now when that game launched to this very day. So of course I was happy and willing to get footage for the episode. Yeah, and um. I'm I'm very glad that you were able to to uh, have participate in that episode, uh, considering your history with Killer Instinct among all of us. Like essentially, sure, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Far and, exceeds. And <laughs> when Ki came out, Nick and I actually were roommates, and basically mm-hmm. anytime I would come home, Nick would be on that. <laughs> the Killer Instinct <laughs> machine is what it was called back then, because nothing else yeah. is on the Xbox One. <laughs> Yeah, actually that xbox one is still the one that i own and you can label the console and the settings it's still called ki box and that's more or less what it remains to be to this day but yeah like every it's time fantastic. you'd come home I, i'd hear the door open and be like oh god he's gonna catch me playing KI again. <laughs> i mean there are worse things you can walk in on a roommate the, doing, the guilty the ultra of, combo but, like... <laughs> oh man it's Fun not times. what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> I play, I play, I play Halo. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh God! All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's 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 talk about let's talk about that death battle. Um, okay, that so death battle. I'm gonna be looking through Twitter, kind of pulling some questions. Um, let's get started with. Oh, how about how about a question that I saw a lot of people ask? Uh, this one is oh, specifically from uh, Jordan at Lizards for Days. Yo. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but I saw a lot of people asking this. How do you decide which matchups to do in a death battle season? How do we select the matchups? Um, and I think Liam, you, all of us can really talk about it a little bit. But uh, oh, I think I think it's a combination of a bunch of things, right? Yeah. Like, uh, say for example, I know that uh, I do go into a new season uh, like with ideas of like what matchups to suggest. And I yeah, will it, like pretty much like I guess the 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 way we we do things typically is that we we start the season by just asking people like uh, what matches do you guys want to see what matches are you excited to do and then from there we kind of like uh, have a huge list of like matches that we can potentially do and we kind of like start streaming it down uh, with the the matches that make more sense in terms of like not only like uh, similar similarities uh, but also like. Um, what people are looking for, uh, yeah. people uh, have been asking for. Uh, so yeah, a lot of factors go into it. I'm sure uh, you guys can also add. The show's been going on that. for so many years that we like absolutely have like a good idea of which fights have been like classically requested over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so like those are always like sitting in the back of our minds, being like, "Is this? Are we finally going to do this one?" Um, so it's it's a combination of that. It's also a combination of like I don't know. It's sometimes it's like finding like a, a finding a weird matchup that we didn't like I that we hadn't seen requested before that might be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and uh, kind of tuning into what's like going to be really popular um, when these episodes start to come out. You know, it's a big yeah. combination of that. There are a lot yeah, of factors. That last point for sure. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know that. At least back in back in my day, when when I was a, a writer and researcher and all that sort of thing, the way I remember us doing it would be uh, kind of as a general good starting point, kind of looking at what like comic book movies are going to be coming out that year. Um, so like uh, I think Black Widow was done in a recent season, if I'm not mistaken. It, it all runs together in my mind, but uh, with the announcement <laughs> of a movie, um, obviously there'd be a lot of interest in Black Widow, and obviously that movie. I got pushed back a couple of times, but 
uh, hey, who knows, maybe that Death Battle episode in particular, when Black Widow, the movie does come out, will actually get a nice little bump in, in viewership, because <laughs> that's just yeah. kind of how the YouTube machine works. Yeah. So as you can tell, there are a lot of factors that go into it. Um, yeah, part of it is absolutely finding matchups that um, will, you know, bring in views. That is important. Obviously, we we wouldn't be able to maintain the show um, and and pay everybody who works on it, which is which is quite a few people these days, uh, if we weren't able to sustain a reasonable viewership and and um, you know. Uh, uh, give the, give our sponsors what we want because most of the money that we're paying people comes from our sponsors. It's very important. Um, so, uh, but at the same time, there are, there are so many other kinds of matchups that we want to cover. Like uh, sometimes there are match there there are popular requests that maybe aren't necessarily the most popular characters, but it's a popular request that you guys want to see. And we're like, well, mm-hmm. we got to do it. You know. Yeah. Um, sometimes we come across a matchup that we just think is fucking hilarious and we think it'd be fun to do um, yeah we Gorob- we tend to 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 strike a uh some uh some kind of balance between yeah. all of those uh uh points but uh, i i do i do think the question is also asking like what's the process um because right uh right. so so the process of narrowing down what episodes we 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 choose for each annual season we do do annual seasons nowadays which is great makes it so much easier um so general process uh one of one of my jobs basically is to every so often uh uh, look through requests and the request form and also just get a general gauge of of the community um to see what what characters are being requested what matchups are being requested and i have multiple huge lists (laughs) uh of of just matchups all sorts of matchups and then I, i've organized them into i have like a whole a whole excel sheet that's like uh matchups that fit different themes and and what might be popular what, what estimations for what kind of views it might get etc um um things that, that that just seem like really fun gag episodes like all sorts of things all sorts of categories so i have this big old list and every time a, a new season is coming up and we get into the uh, early stages of planning that season, um, I'll bring that list up and I will basically pull a bunch of episodes that I think might be good for the upcoming year and put them in a big list and then send it to the producers, see what they think. Uh, and if, if, if things are looking okay, then that's what we'll, when we'll typically go to the animation team, research team, writing team, et cetera, see what they're feeling, like what kind of matchups do they want to do? Um, uh, do the matchups that seem listed uh, out of those, do any of them seem particularly important or like uh, necessary to do in the upcoming year, et cetera. Um, and then we, between all these different groups of people, we will narrow it down to the 16 to 20 episodes that we will be working on for the foreseeable future, um, which we have actually already done for mm-hmm. uh, our 2021 season, season eight of Death Battle. Uh, we we wrapped that up like about a month ago, actually, and we've been starting yep. production on the new season, which is crazy. Uh, it's insane. But, We're rocking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm super excited uh, about some of the matchups we have coming up. Um, but that's that's the general process, I would say. Um, obviously, there's there's a lot of nuance to like figuring out different episodes, and uh, as as Nick was talking about, like if if certain like movies or or big releases are coming up in the upcoming year that might mean that certain characters are more highly requested and 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 we want to keep that in mind um so there's there's lots of factors but that's the general process uh let's see i've got a question from uh brobuscus on twitter Uh, how exactly does the debating process go especially given the researchers all live in different parts of the world is there a voice chat who all is involved? Is there a deadline for picking a winner? A winner, and does the debate just go until everyone is in agreement? Uh, Liam, you want to kind of discuss how the research yeah. goes? Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, two characters per fight matchup. Uh, uh, we assign a researcher, um, one researcher to each character, and they're the they're the leading researcher for that character. So like. Eh, eh, all the researchers can join in to like add stuff and we all do. And we all like talk about stuff. Um, but, but they're the ones that are in charge of that. And they make these like big um, character sheets that have all of the relevant information that you'd need to um, understand uh, a character. And then uh, we debate and talk. And eventually 
um, we have a, a deadline where we um, get into a big call together with Ben, and uh, we we discuss the fight and we decide who wins. Um, it's 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 I guess it's sort of like a like a jury thing where we're all in agreement. It's less that it's less like like I, <laughs> I can't trial. The yeah, exactly. Death, <laughs> <always>. <laughs> um, Additional question to that: Does uh, does Ben go in with a gavel? Yeah, I meeting? should. I should absolutely. <laughs> because that is kind of how the powder wig and everything. <laughs> that is kind of how those meetings those meetings tend to go. Is yeah. um, I'm obviously jumping into like all sorts of episodes all the time, so uh, I am not part of the research process overall. Uh, but when we do have one of these. Um, Research sinks is generally what we uh, call them. The goal is uh, the lead researchers for each character is sort of establishes, if, especially if, if I'm not familiar with the character, goes over what the character is bringing to the episode, things that I should know about. And then the goal is to convince me um, of who wins. Uh, and it's not just me, though. Uh, everybody in that meeting needs to be in agreement of, of who should win and why. Uh, typically speaking, what will happen is the the researchers in charge um, will have already discussed it and come with a uh, with a solution in mind. And, and oftentimes, uh, a lot of a lot of you guys like to build like a comparison doc, uh, which yes. is um, super helpful. Which is just runs down. It's essentially kind of like the 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 conclusion parts that we have in, at the end of each death battle, where we just run through the the different aspects of each character and compare them. Um, and that that always helps narrow down who should win and why. Um, but once we are all in agreement of who should win, we have that locked down and we can move on. Um, there are sometimes checks that need to be made afterwards. Uh, sometimes we will end a meeting saying like, we're 99% sure that this character will win. Um, we are at a good point where we can start, you know, working on the battle script. Um, but we should still look into a, certain, a couple other factors. And, you know, depending on on what happens with that research maybe the battle script will change in the middle of the writing process but like the goal is to make sure that we have a a winner selected for certain by the time animation begins yeah i think that basically covers it yeah pretty much uh oh another another research question uh hopefully you can help answer this one liam how do you guys calculate lengths and distance from various perspective in images this 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 question feels like they they asked it knowing what my answer is going to be, and they just want to hear me say like ang scaling. It's this we use like a, <laughs> we use like this like special little math formula that allows us to uh, to kind of take an image and uh, measure its. Um, I just I just fill in the dots of the math at this point because I've done it so much. <laughs> But basically, you you can measure its angle in order to get the distance between like you, like the the frame, and then like the image in the background. So if I if I have like if I have like an image of like I don't know Superman and he's like looking at this planet, and then the next panel is him like he's flown to that planet and it happened like really fast. How far away was he from the planet? Like that that kind of thing. Um, and applying that to basically any kind of calc, um, or any kind of calc that involves that measuring that kind of distance. Um, you can find like resources uh, uh, for it online. Like Versus Battles Wiki has like a whole list of different calculations you can use, um, and that ang scaling is uh, is one of them. All reliable, useful in so many different calcs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw somebody in the chat. Uh, oh, man, I missed it. Uh, I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody mentioned like what happens if not everybody agrees on the winner um, uh, the researcher that doesn't agree is cast into the fire um <laughs> and uh and that's the end and then and then we're all in agreement yeah yeah um, that's that's the easy solution that's the solution we, i have my cast into the fire button right here oh um careful careful with that <laughs> right here. Um, <laughs> it's not supposed to be sent to you. Uh, <laughs> this was I a terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, what a miscalculation! Uh, 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 no, I get it. Uh, we, we 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 tend to go uh, as as until everybody is in agreement. Like if somebody yeah. has something that they they are 
In, uh, oh God! <laughs> if, if one member of the team so is completely sold in an idea, we will explore that idea until we get to a point where we can agree upon it, or, or at least yeah. we have some sort of compromise with it. Um, I think a good example would be Zuko versus Todoroki. Uh, there is a specific um, feat, I suppose, um, uh, uh, related to pretty much every My Hero academia uh character it's the um um what 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 was it is the track that they have to run around yeah Yeah, the stadium uh, yeah it's claimed that it is it's it's been a little while since we've worked on that episode so correct me if i'm wrong but it's it's claimed to be like a 400 meter track and around the stadium and it's important knowing that in order to get the size of the mini glacier that todoroki um creates a glacier that would be instantly melted by the fires that are currently uh consuming me um <laughs> over into ben's house too oh god oh god <laughs> no yeah and uh, i remember part of the, the decision <laughs> yeah what is that you're crying a little bit for a second we, we get it in my nose it's a tear oh, oh god so <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> oh, <that was> uh, <laughs> so so we, we we had this number 400 meter long track right and yeah. there's there's one brief image of a map that shows like the track is going around the uh the the stadium and so the thought was well does that mean that the stadium has a radius or a diameter of 400 meters yeah. um and that would obviously change the this the the size scaling for uh the heavens ice sure. uh Piercer, I can't remember what it's called. Heaven piercing ice wall. Um, but I didn't even know that's what it was called. <laughs> there was some. <laughs> we weren't sure if that map that was shown was like. Yeah, it was what just like it was just like a referencing sketch, basically. Like, is it true? Is it truthful to like the track? If you look at actual um, scenes of the race and the track, like they're not always next to the stadium, so it's possible that the track is going is like winding around. Um, and that created a bit of a discussion of like, well, should we take this or not? Uh, and ultimately, the decision was made like, it doesn't really matter too much. Um, we can take it. We don't have to take it. Uh, but uh, we, we can still calculate the size of the glacier without it. And it's still way bigger than, spoilers, what Zuko would be able to deal with. So at the yeah. end of the day, that doesn't really matter. Um, but it, that was, that's basically a discussion that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was the conclusion that we came to. And with that conclusion, we were able to completely agree on who should win and why. And I think even before uh, that came up, uh, we all were in, in, in agreement of who should win. It was more so just like, how should we present this information in the script? Is what the discussion, discussion was about. Um, Guess how many Gs we got? Five, thanks to AT&T. They helped us a ton during RTX, and I even went and got a fancy phone upgrade so I, I could have all five of these Gs, too. Uh, it, you thought four was enough, and you were wrong, because five is just better. So, so many Gs. But whether or not you're at home or on the go, you'll enjoy coverage in more places thanks to AT&T. Plus, AT&T doesn't make it complicated. 5G access is included in all the best consumer unlimited plans at no extra cost. So for more information on AT&T's 5G, visit AT&T.com. Slash 5G. Let's see. Uh, let, let, let's jump to an editing question because I don't think we've had one of those. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to kind of make one up on the fly. Um, okay. Finding and using footage. Uh, uh, what are the what are the pitfalls and, and complications of using footage from a bunch of different sources, Nick? Um, mixed frame rates <laughs> that can cause an oh, issue sometimes. Um, it, it can actually in death battle knock on wood, uh, it hasn't really very often made much of a headache for me, but um, on other projects, I mean, I've absolutely had issues where like this one video clip is at 30 frames per second and it will be at like some really weird one, like 23.863 frames per second. And I just got to- The classic. Troubleshoot till it works, basically. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, like in terms of death battle, um, using stuff from different places, like the biggest, not headache, but like the, the biggest challenge, the biggest hurdle is um, taking stuff that is comic and manga reliant and doesn't have a whole lot in the way of anime and uh, cartoons, movies, that kind of thing, and making that interesting because yeah. a slideshow, nobody wants a slideshow. No one yeah. wants that. So when you're presenting a bunch of just like information overload, you have to make that 
entertaining. So um, actually one thing that I've done since I've come back to death battle is I've really dove in head first, dove in, that's not a word. I've dived head dove first in into the, the world of like motion graphics and just, I'm, I'm still a newbie when it comes to that, but I try to push myself with every episode, like a true shonen video editor. Uh, <laughs> <sure. laughs> so Heck yeah. uh, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of some good examples that aren't from, okay. I can't really talk about anything because, um, all the stuff I, I, can, I'm, I'm I can tell really you that the stuff I've seen looks awesome. So hey, thank far. you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I, Hey, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of proud of what I've done given my past experience too. But uh, yeah, that's all for episodes that I'm pretty sure not announced yet. So I'm not gonna chance it. I'm gonna <laughs> shut the flip up and just say, uh, look, look for some some pretty dope motion graphics. At least I think they're kind of dope. Yeah, like that's actually, awesome. yeah. like cool truly. motion graphics. Yeah, <laughs> I always feel bad when I'm filling out an editor's guide, and uh, it's like. I know all of the information is only comic book panels or only manga panels, and there isn't uh, an animated equivalent that would work. And it's just like comic panel after comic panel after. Well, now, I'm like, I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm sorry. like, <laughs> no, don't be, because like, honestly, I'm having a ton of fun with that. Like, there have been oh, times that I've actually opted great. to use uh, the comic panels or manga panels for something just because I have an idea for like a way to bring motion into it to make it look more alive and. Yeah, and uh, part of a real world. So, um, don't be too afraid of that. Like, I, I please, by all means, if there is an animated equivalent, I want to know because <laughs> oftentimes, <laughs> like sometimes, that's just going to look better than whatever I can conjure up. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm, but, I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's actually an interesting point. Um, I think there might have been some questions about this. Uh, questions about like, are the editors involved in the research and writing process so that they know what to show on screen? Um, and the answer is no, uh, they're actually not. Um, they're, they're typically working on other episodes of Death Battle uh, while the other research is, is going on or some other Rooster Teeth show, depending on who it is and what kind of workload they have. Um, the way we'll, we can definitely get into a more detailed breakdown of the process of a Death Battle episode, because I know a lot of people ask about that, but um, lots of episodes are being worked on at the same time, different stages, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so an editor, like Nick will will be working on um, uh, Winter Soldier versus Red Hood, and then they'll suddenly get assigned, or they'll suddenly uh, once they're wrapped up with that, they'll get you know assigned Red versus Blue. It's like that all the research is done, the writing is done. Chad and I have already recorded. They're just jumping right into it. So the way an editor gets all that information that they need is thanks to the researchers uh, and the writer mm -hmm. filling out an editor's guide, which you had kind of mentioned a little bit, Liam. Yeah. Uh, oh. basically it's like, it's basically, it's just the script and every piece of everything that requires relevant, everything that requires specific information is highlighted. And we provide a clip or a comic panel or a manga thing, anything, um, what's needed there. So if, if one of them says, go, Goku could punch a planet in half. I go, okay, right. Where's the Goku punching a planet half feet? There it is. And I put it there. Um, yeah. By the way, whose idea was it? Pretty straightforward. That, like, <laughs> whose, whose idea was it to start annotating the scripts that way? Because that has made the editing side of things way less of a pain than it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, the editor was involved in like yeah. the whole process because we had a much smaller team and typically the editor was also the writer um so Hello. uh yeah very very <laughs> different situation yeah uh, things are much smoother nowadays um so when, once you started moving away from that i don't remember whose idea it was originally um it's a good idea i just think it was mine that. uh but i think i just figured like what's a good way to associate clips to different you know segments of the script well it makes sense to just link them together like it's not complicated really um yeah it, it's it's essentially an annotated version of the script um but like with a lot of annotations uh and also links to the research documents and the calc documents because there's a bunch of like numbers that need oh, to be yeah. put in there and we need to make sure all the numbers are correct and whatnot like one of the toughest things about a death metal edit i think in and and directing and and just like quality control is making sure all the numbers are right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like 
there's so many numbers sometimes and it can get very very chaotic and very messy if we're if we're not careful when it says link it says link calc i'm like okay control c this massive block of text into this <laughs> tiny little thing this incoho- incomprehensible lovecraftian like mix of numbers that mm-hmm. don't even make any sense to me if i haven't looked at them in a couple of days um yeah uh luis a question from uh, sammy on twitter uh, how how does animation start what programs do the animators use and where did you learn to animate um well okay so i guess it all starts once we get the storyboards right um w- when we get the storyboard for the fight we then break down break down all those uh other boards into animatics and into uh separate shots after that we send uh, we kind of split out the shots based on not only like how hard the shots are, but also how, um, like just trying to strike a balance so that everybody has uh, a good amount of like hard and easy shots to work on. Uh, since, uh, you know, it's a big team. It's not just me, it's Zach, Gus, uh, and our freelancers uh, sometimes uh, jump into our fights. So wanna make sure that we strike a balance there. Uh, I got a question for pro- you, really quickly. What what yeah. constitutes a hard shot versus an easy shot? Is, mm, yeah. In my mind, uh, I think I, I think I know, but I mean, since yeah. you're right here, and anything I can ask you directly, anything that involves a uh, 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 choreo- man, this word choreography, uh, choreography? like actual yes, thank you, um, and they uh, like anything that involves a lot of like action, a lot of like movement, uh, that classifies a, as a difficult shot. Specifically, when there's like actual like uh, uh, fist and, and 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 kicks, when it's like something like you know, for example, just like throwing a bean, that would be a little bit more of a medium like difficulty shot, depending on how complicated the uh, uh, the effect is. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, after that, we send out all the shots to all the animators, and they import their shots into Animate CC, which is what we use for sprite animation. Uh, and then, and then from there, uh, we uh, also uh, work on some uh, some rigs for the for the characters. So we have like we're able to like manipulate the the rigs. We've kind of been doing this since the beginning of this year, and and this has uh, helped out a lot in the animation process. Uh, I still remember when uh, whenever we needed any kind of animation, any kind of kick, punch, or whatever, we had to go to Jerky. To ask, hey, can you make us this pose uh, doing this thing specifically for this uh, for this like uh, half a second animation, <laughs> and 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 that the rig process has helped us uh, reduce that, and also at the same time make our animations look a lot smoother. Um, once the animation is all done, uh, we uh, I grab all the files and then we start going to the uh, post process where we start adding the animation into Blender where we can uh, import a 3D background and then start messing around with some, uh, some of the camera, uh, you know, messing around with the camera and such. Um, this, uh, that process a little bit more of like, just, just me kind of just filling it out for the fight. Uh, I tend to do a little, like little changes here and there uh, for all the shots, including mine, based on like what's happening in the, uh, in the fight. And that, I think that's the, uh, uh, the most like uh, complicated part because like you know you had to render out the backgrounds and they take like a long time to render and when that's happening you kind of have to like balance that out with other stuff you're doing at the same time so it, it, it's a lot of back and forward but uh, uh, once that's all completed we put that into Premiere uh, add the music and uh, and then we send it off to sound yeah um, and of course. Uh, depending on the animation director and animation style, we'll also be using like Autodesk, Maya, uh, mm-hmm. Unreal Engine. Um, uh, yep, lots of different programs. Like every fight, yeah, has one of one of the most interesting and also most difficult things about Death Battle is that every fight has its own style. We don't have like a a specific um, tone and style that we stick to throughout the whole year, throughout the whole show, because every episode deals with different characters. So yeah, and I said, uh, and as I said many, many times, the uh, the process of animating a death battle is always like we're always learning something new. Like we're we're using mm-hmm. each death battle as a way to research different ways of animating, different ways of making things faster, that and or different ways to making things look even cooler. 
So like, uh, so yeah, it's it's just a very uh, um, heavy like what what would you say that like a very uh, creative like uh, a process where you're just kind of throwing things and then ma and seeing what works and what doesn't. Uh, mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's really really cool. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, question from the chat: Gojira fan four three one asks, "What was the reason for steering further away from calcs in?" Uh, the recent episode, I assume you're talking about um, Winter Soldier versus Red Hood. Um, basically, if it doesn't need it, then we're not going to necessarily show it. Um, but it, it really depends on the matchup, frankly. Uh, we, we don't necessarily want to bog down an episode with a bunch of numbers, is basically uh, a, a conclusion that I've kind of come to uh, based on some feedback from, from you guys, from people who have been watching. Um, a, a very common piece of feedback that has become more 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 apparent over the past couple of years as we've very much leaned into Galaxy more and more heavily is that uh, it it gets bogged down by the numbers and the numbers becomes way more important to a fight than to a, to re, to a, a an answer than other aspects even when it doesn't need to be um, mm -hmm. so we are trying to make sure that the answers that we present are creative as well as. Um, you know, very clear cut. And so for that yeah. episode, we didn't necessarily need to jump into it. I will say um, we can't spoil what happens in Saber Wolf John Talbane, but there is a calculation that I think Lousy did mm -hmm. that is yep. insane. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Fa favorite uh, calc of the year. <laughs> yeah. It's, it gets crazy. So uh, if you are looking for some crazy numbers for some crazy feet, of all things, it's the werewolf episode that's going to yeah. deliver. <laughs> of all things, yeah, truly. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that episode yet, so I feel like I'm the only one here who's out of the loop, and that's my main. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, it, it's pretty cool, uh, and also, man, we've uh, we just got the music, the the final final music in from from Brandon for that, and I'm I'm yeah. so excited for you all to see that episode. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Again, that's we'll have we'll have a sneak peek of the animation uh, yeah. uh, next on next week's. Uh, show. Um, speaking of animation, also calcs and future episodes coming up. Sorry, just wanted to get that in there. Yep. Calcs are not going away; they're just they're coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just depends on the episode, really. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And what we think is the best way to present it. Uh, so, speaking of the animation, uh, this is for everybody. How do you guys generally decide on how a character is going to die? Um, do you look <laughs> for how part. fitting it is for the fight in the character, or do you just look for how brutal and cool it's going to be? And this is from Elrods on Twitter. Ooh, it's Man. a combination of both. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think when we're going into a fight, at least whenever uh, we, uh, I, I know the matchup. I would think about uh oh like before I even look at the script, I already thinking about like the way that a character would die if he wins or lose, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like so that's uh that's something that I think we uh um think about while like the, the writing process is being is happening for those fights. Yeah. And it's uh <laughs> and I still remember like during those freelance days, man, I went a little bit crazy with those death scenes. Uh it's just <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, just going uh, just going in with like the the basic draft of those uh of those scenes and just kind of like uh, let's see how we can make it a little bit more like uh brutal or like cooler. It all really depends on what characters we're we're having them uh having fighting if they if it fits for them to have yeah. a cool flashy ending or a very brutal like um bloody ending. For sure, I know that as a writer, I naturally tend towards the kind of mortal combat brutal death because it's what i find entertaining which is sometimes very appropriate and sometimes not very appropriate um <laughs> it all it all depends on the episode and it really just it it's it's just an extension of the rest of the fight like what is what matches the tone that you want to set for the fight like what matches the characters um and finding it out that way um so sometimes it can be really hilariously gory and disgusting, and sometimes it should be a little more, you know, uh, straightforward. Um, it all just depends. Yeah. I think oh. back in the older days, I think part of the gimmick of Death Battle that, as far as we saw, it was just like 
make it all bloody and brutal, make it all Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, maybe Ben, you can speak to that, but like, for example, I think of Star Fox versus Bucky O'Hare. <laughs> that kind of hurt a little bit to watch. One of the best. But like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I remember <laughs> writing my first episode. My first fight was Batman versus Captain America. And I remember you and Chad both being so excited. I remember one of you guys said, we've never had a hanging before. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Don't, no, don't take that out of context. But, uh, like, yeah, well, it's, well it that's just a really good show. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, keep going, keep going. It just kind of goes to show that like different eras of death battle prioritize different things, I think. Um, back then it was blood, guts, and you know that's part of the spectacle of it. Nowadays it's more so like, well, blood and guts if that fits the, the franchise, the property, but mm -hmm. um, ultimately what you want is for fans of both fighters, both teams, whatever it might be, to walk away feeling like, yeah, that felt like that belonged in my franchise that I'm rooting for. Yeah, I, I think a good way to think of it is we absolutely still have that mindset where it's like death battle needs to have some Mortal Kombat style fatalities, right? Yeah. Like that that's that's so important. Um, but we don't necessarily want an episode to feel like it's bullying one of the two characters. Mm -hmm. um, and every so often we might slip up with a kill and, and you might notice that some of our more disliked episodes are the ones where it does kind of feel like we might be bullying a character unintentionally, but like... Mm -hmm. That death at the end is very important to the uh, general reaction to an episode. So we want to make sure that a character, if they are going to lose, they're being represented faithfully. They're not being stomped to death by a giant green boot for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, am I allowed to like say it? Where's it, where's it coming up? Uh, or, or having or having a random helicopter falling on them and exploding. You know, those kinds of deaths. Like we thought were were, were really cool and would be like a creative use of, yeah. of taking out the character. And it's like we, we want to have creative finishes, right? Uh, but also making sure that the fans, the, the people who are watching you. We're watching who really enjoy one of those characters don't feel like we are targeting you for some reason that's not what death battle is about death yeah. battle is at its core meant to celebrate the characters and i think yeah. i've talked about this before but the, the the moment that really taught me that like we gotta we gotta keep that in mind is when i animated the ninja turtles killing each other horribly <laughs> <laughs> um that was that was i think the first Raphael moment where it was stabbing like, was it Donatello just, just yeah. tearing him to shreds? See, <laughs> Donnie's my favorite turtle, and I had to animate uh, in shitty, shitty final cut keyframe animation, <laughs> Raphael stabbing him like 20 times or whatever. Uh, and it was not fun. And then we released the episode, and a lot of reactions were, that was cool, but <laughs> kind of hard to watch sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. th there's, definitely, there's definitely a certain some restraint has to be there but obviously like we, we try to push the limits when we can um i saw awesome ethan in twitter mention uh, or ask luis uh, how long does it take you and what is the general process of like making an album cover for some of the music yeah yeah for sure um usually an album cover takes about i want to say anywhere between two to four hours to make like the the general uh just art itself and then after that, it's more about the uh, uh, the fine tuning process, basically, to make sure that that uh, cover is like uh, perfect. But I think uh, the the beginning process of it is just kind of going over over it with you, uh, Ben. Just kind of like, okay, so this is the the fight we're doing, and uh, what what should we do to kind of like uh, um, represent both characters uh, in the album cover. Um, and I think we start brainstorming some ideas and stuff like that. And, and eventually we come up with something that's like, you know, like we all agreed on. Uh, and then I just get started. Uh, I've been recently uh, doing all the album covers in the in Blender because uh, I can't get enough of Blender, apparently. Uh, and uh, and yeah, it's just been it's, it's just a really fun uh, way of like uh, getting away from animation process <laughs> to doing something a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more uh, easier uh, workload for me, I guess. That's <laughs> mm, awesome. And I see Flaming Kitty in the chat asking like uh, about the process for Brandon and um, and and Aaron from uh, to make the music for each fight. 
Um, we should definitely have either one or both of them on an episode. I, I would definitely like to bring them on on Death Podcast to kind of dive into the process of the music because I don't want to necessarily yeah. speak for them. But um, they're very quick. And generally speaking, yeah. uh, shockingly. Uh, yeah, they're they're yeah. able to put together a, a, an early version of the track based on like the script and the, the the production cycle as it's going, and then once we get into post production and the the animation is done and time locked, they're able to just uh, wrap it up and, and time lock it within a week usually. Um, so yeah. overall, three weeks, four weeks to make a track. It's they, they that's maybe four weeks at most. Like they can yeah, be pretty quick. Exactly. It also depends on their schedules because they're also they are uh, contracted and they do plenty of their own music for other for other people and companies and whatnot. Um, if you are looking for people to make music for something, I highly recommend uh, Werewolf Derwolf and Brandon Yates. They are fantastic at what they do. Um, but uh, real quick, I did want to kind of like go through just like highlight the different stages of a death battle production because I don't mm-hmm. think we've ever actually like just bullet pointed our way through how an episode is how the made. death battle sausage is made. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, and I wrote it out last night uh, and there's a lot, <laughs> there's so many steps to a single episode. Um, so typically an episode, and, and this goes for pretty much any kind of production. Um, there are, there are three main steps to production that they're classified as pre-production, production and post-production. So breaking all of that down, uh, pre-production would be basically like before animation and editing really comes into play. So pre-production would involve research, which is generally quite a lot of time spent on research. Um, then we have a research and writing sync where we decide who should win and why. And then we get into the writing. And writing has two stages. you got to write the battle script first so that we can get that prepared for animation. And then the host script writing, which typically takes a little bit longer than the battle script. As soon as the battle script is done and greenlit, we can move into storyboarding. And when storyboarding is done, we move into production, which was like the animation and whatnot. But even while that is going on, pre-production is still happening. We have to gather animation assets. We have to gather editing assets. That, and those would be like making models, pulling sprites, building our own sprites, rigging those models and sprites, uh, finding the footage that we need, uh, writing the editor's guide, uh, making sure that all the, the, the footage is linked to whatever parts that need to be shown in the edits. Um, and uh and of course chad and i have to record with a boomstick that's kind of an important part right <laughs> uh we can't exactly start anything uh with an episode until the recording is done and not just me uh not just us recording but we also need to do casting um for the characters uh, oftentimes through sound cadence who we've been working with for years at this point uh and then we need to re- schedule recording for those actors and depending on the episode it might be two people it might be four people who knows uh so that all needs to be recorded like all of that has to happen um, before production can even start, which is like the battle animation, the host animation, which we haven't really talked about using Toon Boom. Um, hmm. uh, our, our musician gets started on the music. Uh, the director of the episode will often like uh, have a, and also the animation director will, will have a sort of conversation with them discussing like tone and themes and inspirations, what kind of like uh, themes associated with characters do we want to like reference? Um, and then writers and director has to make slates and tabs. Those are a thing that is often mm-hmm. forgotten. Like we got to make sure those are filled out and ready for the editor. Uh, and the editor, while they're doing their edit, also has to edit the preview videos. An editor is making three videos at once, basically. Yeah. Um, and that all kind of fills the production timeline. And then the post-production is where everything gets kind of wrapped up. Um, the, the biggest thing probably would be like VizPost and sound. VizPost would be taking the animation, uh, and then applying effects, editing, you know, uh, tying it all together, lighting, things like that. Um, the music is time locked here. Once we get the the, the animation time locked before, like the effects are done, the animation time locked, we can get that to the musician. They time lock the music, and then that is good to go. And once that's good to go, we can get it all over to sound design uh, so that they can design the sound and mix it. I think sound is often overlooked when it comes to productions like this. It is super, yeah. super important. Um, there's, there's a, there's a saying that sound makes up 60% of a movie, um, and is kind of true to a certain extent. Like you can have the most, the coolest looking movie ever, but if it, if it sounds like shit, it's going to look like shit too. That's just kind of how our senses work. Yeah. Um, so audio puts it all, puts all of that together. 
and if we have sponsors, which you hopefully do to help fund this show, we got to make sure we read those and edit those. And those typically come in like pretty close to when the episode is airing. So we got to be quick with that. Uh, and of course, any final adjustments um, as, as we put everything together in the edit. And that's typically where we kind of wrap things up. Color correction, of course. Now, there's so many, there's so many moving pieces to a death battle. It is, it is a very complex show, um, and these can even be adjusted even more depending on what kind of fight we're we're working on. Like if we're doing a fight uh, with a um, with a Ruby team, we have to like maneuver around Ruby schedules and use their, you know, uh, uh, their 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 timelines and 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 setups. And um, there's a lot. There's just a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I think we're getting pretty close to to, to wrapping up. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the community death battle. Hey, you know, it's good being a carnivore. Pretty lit. I love it. Loved it my whole life. No intentions of stopping it. And it's getting even better. Thanks to Omaha steaks. These bad, bad guys over there are sending you, uh, juicy steaks, burgers, sausages, all kinds of things in the carnivorous world straight to your door, which is extremely convenient in a COVID-19 world. Uh, and not just that, you can get a special offer. You see, uh, they're giving away, uh, some gourmet assortments of their best sellers, and it's an exclusive offer, offer for our listeners. All you gotta do is go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code DBC into the search bar, and, uh, this week's Omaha Steaks will add, uh, two pounds of premium ground beef free to your order plus you're gonna get free shipping on top of that and all of it is gonna be super delicious so yeah um whether you know you get some some of that good good bacon or some flamions or you know just some ground beef Omaha Steaks is a great place to go and you get a bonus for watching our show which is awesome so go to omahasteaks.com enter dbc in the search bar for a free exclusive offer not available anywhere else don't forget when you order today Omaha Steaks will add two pounds of ground beef and free shipping so Omaha Steaks has been bringing people together for over 100 years. Enjoy family, enjoy friends, enjoy the best steak of your life. Uh, I know there are so many questions that we didn't get to answer, but we will be keeping those questions in mind for future episodes of Death Metal Cast. Thank you, everybody who sent those in. This is really yeah. interesting. Um, glad to have an episode just dedicated to it. But as always, we have a community death battle. Um, which we come up with some stupid matchup here and we let you guys let us know who you think should win and why. And last week, for some reason, it was decided we are going to be doing Ice Bear from We Bear Bears versus Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Right. <laughs> because I mean, why not? It's one of the old, like, classic matchups that's requested. I think I saw the first one back in, like, 2011. It's just a, an old classic one. <laughs> <laughs> so as always we let you tell us who you think should win and why so let's go ahead and bring up the first answer from twitter which is uh from federico barreri sorry i probably screwed that up uh, i think snake eyes would take this i mean that guy just has a superior it just has superior equipment along with enough fighting experience to counter the pretty good one of ice bear okay all right. Arsenal sure. experience. He's got plenty of equipment Solid. and experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about Ice Bear? Let's see what okay. Ice Bear is bringing to the I just want to say that this answer should win. Just, just Oh, so just you know. the answer. <laughs> just, just the this answer. answer should win. <laughs> okay. Lord <laughs> <laughs> Flagalia says Ice Bear wins because Ice Bear is a fucking bear. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ice Bear is a is a is a white polar bear right and we all know the maxim you know oh if my it's, god if it's if it's black fight back if it's brown lay down if it's white good night yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it's gummy it goes in your tummy um I yeah i mean one. i don't think you can that's <laughs> that's my addition um yeah luis liked it luis luis slice my, likes my joke <laughs> so stupid <laughs> Counts. I'll take him. He writes death um, battle, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah. I mean, like, how do how do you argue against Ice Bear being a fucking bear? <laughs> yeah, it's it's indebatable. You can't you bear. can't debate his species. Snake Eyes not isn't a, it's a snake or eyes. He's a dude. He's a lie. We, yeah. We know this. <laughs> Ice Bear is the truth. Ice Bear is all that you need. Oh my oh, god. Man. 
Snake Eyes honestly, is a false prophet. I honestly don't know how to necessarily debate this outside of Ice Bear is ridiculous and absurd and super goofy, and I don't know if Snake Eyes would even know what to do. <laughs> like, either Snake Eyes would know exactly what to do and be like, oh, it's a fucking bear, let me kill it like a bear. Or mm-hmm. he would treat it like a bear and realize, oh, this isn't just a fucking bear, it's an Ice Bear, and just yeah. be completely caught off guard and Ice Bear would, like, crush him or something like that. Like, Wait, I don't know. A, this is a fucking bear. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Oh God! Careful how you phrase that. Yeah, uh, I didn't mean that. (laughs) Oh God! Oh God! Um, I I don't even know. I don't think there's any debate. I don't think there's any debate. I gotta vote for Ice Bear. It's unanimous. Just because unanimous. I gotta go. I gotta vote for Ice Bear. Ice Bear. He's a fucking bear. Bear of ice. ice. Snake Eyes is a lie. He's not a snake or has eyes. Snake ice? No, ice bear. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, it's not up to us. It it's up to you. <laughs> let's 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 move on from this nut nonsense and find out who actually wins thanks to the poll that you all voted on. Let's bring that up. Yeah, that was like yeah. an easy win. Who would pass easy up the win. opportunity? Who would, I love who, the who would look at that so much. and vote Snake Eyes? Besides, forty percent of your vote. <laughs> Yeah, forty percent of the vote. Why would you vote yeah. for Snake Eyes? Forty percent. That's less than fifty percent. You lose. Obviously, the people who voted are misinformed, and they should research Ice Bear. Yeah, so. Ice Bear is a fucking bear. Duh. It's- oh my god! <laughs> All right. So just to wrap Catch this up, up, as always, uh, we we need to set up a new community death battle. Luis, you've had an idea for a while. That's a little out there. You do it. Yeah, it's a little out I'm there. Curious. I don't think we ever had anything like it. But, Go ahead and pitch uh, your idea. Yeah, so how about a community death battle where is this, which city could last the longest? The city of Townsville, defended by the Powerpuff Girls, or the city of Metropolis, <laughs> defended by Superman? Now, they're both really terrible at protecting the city. So yeah. I think this will be a very... <laughs> Like oh, a, a in pretty fact, close call. They <laughs> actively destroy their own cities. Yeah, on, on exactly. occasion. Yeah. Are, are we so, specifically talking about Man of Steel, Superman? Yeah. So okay, it, um, some some parameters here. Are we going off mm-hmm. of um, percentage of the city still intact after <laughs> an average fight, or is right. it going to be like city blocks? Because yeah, because I don't know how area big would... either city is. I yeah, don't know which one is yeah. bigger. I, I think it's mostly percentage-wise. Because, like, okay, so I, I think it's safe to say that... Mit- Superman's got to fight for more yeah. of the city than the power yeah, of the Yeah, I... Superman is also Superman. Mm. He's going to be faster and stronger, so he can he can handle that. Um, I guess it depends, like, what are they defending it from is the main question. Yeah, just- yeah, yeah oh, that, that is a good question, but it's mostly just, like, based on what disasters... Are happening in those cities like like typically uh, yeah typically oh on like, average perhaps like yeah, which one lasts yeah. longer which which has the best survival boy Townsville like, gets like which, which city will be will be the best to to live in based on those two really horrible oh, okay Lord. i like that okay let's yeah do, let's let's do yeah. it this way which city would you prefer which based on a death battle scale which city would you prefer to live in which city yeah. do you think you would have the best chances of surviving Survival? metropolis <laughs> with man of steel superman oh, man. flying around yeah it has to be or man townsville of steel, yeah <laughs> which city would you prefer to live in so, oh man it's a departure from our typical format but let's do that all right so community death battle again which city would you prefer to live in Metropolis from the DCEU, I believe it's what it's called. DC yes. extended Spend universe, the movie universe, universe. Uh, yeah. or Townsville from Powerpuff Girls. The DC didn't quite. They have their have their protectors, but their protectors might not necessarily save you. Yeah, I feel like Townsville is more likely to get attacked by a monster made of cotton candy. So based on that, that's my early prediction. I don't think a cotton candy monster has necessarily attacked Metropolis in any form. Yeah, but do you want to get turned to a dog? Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's not death. Might be more fun, but Metropolis that might be its advantage, and Metropolis is bigger, which might be its advantage. You know, we live mm-hmm. on the outskirts. Zod's probably not going to smash that building, maybe. But also, you're basically owned by Lex Luthor because he owns like seventy five percent of Metropolis. So, like, yeah. there could be some he weird really kryptonite care. experiment underneath your feet. Who knows? Yeah, 
<laughs> kryptonite will give you like horrible disease uh yeah as evidence yeah, like congratulations <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. I, I know we just did another joke, uh, community death battle. We're having like a pretty ridiculous one. We'll get to a more serious one after this, I'm sure. Um, I'm so sorry, but, everybody. I love this idea. I think it's fantastic. It's such a departure. Like having those like interesting, weird, you know, matchups uh, that 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 have us like look at things in a different way is always fun. So let us know who you think should which city would win your vote to live in and why <laughs> uh using hashtag death, hashtag death battle cast on twitter we will have a poll up on the death battle twitter uh later on this week and you can also leave your answer there and we will find out which city wins next week thank you all for watching um liam luis nick thank you for 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 jumping in for this awesome look behind the scenes loved it anytime gerardo in the chat as well another editor uh, mm-hmm. Longtime editor for Death Battle. Awesome to see you there, Gerardo. Thank you. Um, and that'll wrap up this week's episode of Death Battle Cast. As always, be kind to others, be kind to yourself, be awesome. We'll see you next week.